This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Boots Down South. Summer is officially coming to an end. T-shirts and booty shorts are going back in the closet, and you need to stay looking fresh as the weather gets colder. Look no further than Boots Down South. They're a locally owned company looking to make sure everyone has a fall that they can enjoy comfortably while looking fly at the same time. Head over to bootsdownsouth.com right now. Support for the Mac Daddy Seminar also comes from Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in providing you with grooming tools for your family jewels. Ladies and gentlemen, spooky season is upon us. Halloween is right around the corner. Look, there's going to be parties, there's going to be costume contests, and you want to look fresh, right? You got your costume, you might want to dress up like the new Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, and you're looking good. And then all of a sudden, some girl comes up to you. She's like, hey, let's take this party upstairs. You get up there, you pop your weasel out, and guess what? She looks down and goes, what the fuck is that? You don't need to have that problem. With Manscaped, you can get your twig and berries looking right, okay? With things like the lawnmower 2.0, shave it up, make it look pretty. Then finish it up with the ball wipes. Make it ruminate with a floral essence, okay? Head over to manscaped.com right now and type in promo code MACDADDY20 to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Head over to manscaped.com right now. A drink and I'll be down in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Whatever, we don't give a fuck. The deal is done, and the cake been baked. They need to come on with a drama, whatever they're gonna do. What's cracking, pimps? What's going on? And welcome to episode 15 of the Mac Daddy Seminar. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm just going to go ahead and clear the air real quick because I can't get y'all to stay out of my inbox. Stop DMing me these questions. But the question is, when is the podcast coming? If you're listening to this, it's here. I'm sorry. Things have been a little bit busy lately. Yeah, things have been super busy And, uh, yeah, so basically, a lot of people are asking when the podcast is coming. Look, the idea is to have it out on Monday morning at 8 a.m. every week. Now, do things come up? Absolutely. We've all been there. We all understand how the world works. And sometimes, you know, it's like 9.30 on a Sunday night, and I'm like, shit, I haven't recorded a podcast this week. You know what? I'll just do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and it's 9.45, and I'm beat to death tired. And I say, you know what? I'll just do it tomorrow. And that's what ended up happening. It's Tuesday night. I'm going to release this on Wednesday morning. So if you're listening to it, congratulations. You've lived until Wednesday or is today Wednesday? I can't keep up. Look, I've been on a four-day weekend. So today, tonight is Tuesday. I'm releasing it on Wednesday morning. Okay, so yes, I was right. You've lived 
till Wednesday morning. Congratulations. But I was on a four-day weekend, uh, yeah, where I work was gracious enough to let us off for a four-day weekend. Uh, we were off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and I really just wanted to take my family out and explore, you know? And so that's what we did. Sorry, I had to stop real quick. My daughter was uh, bringing me a birthday cake. She has this little toy plastic birthday cake. And I'm recording this in the closet in my bedroom right now because, one, I'm an incel. <laughs> and, uh, now, honestly, um, a couple of people have asked me, how come you're not posting the video along with the podcast? And it is a lot easier for me just to record the audio right now than it is to record audio and do a video. And I mean, I pretty much have to have pristine conditions. I try to have minimal interruptions while I'm doing a podcast. And I mean, let, let's face it, it's hard to do anything without any interruptions when, you know, you have a three-year-old running around. Now, I know a lot of you like seeing my daughter. You like it when she comes into the frame while I'm recording a podcast. And I appreciate the fact that you like it, but sometimes daddy is saying some pretty dirty words and I don't want my three-year-old to hear it. So, I've been working, putting together a space that I can just record the podcast. And it's coming along. I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but I want it to look professional, okay? That's all I'm trying to do. So in the meantime, if you enjoy the podcast, just listen to the sultry sound of my voice. And that's what you're going to get. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, we had a four-day weekend, and I really just wanted to, uh, you know, take my family out and us explore San Diego and, uh, you know, get out and see everything that there is to see. Because uh, they just got out here not too long ago. I talked about it in the last episode, how my family uh, went and picked them up from the airport. And, uh, you know, we really haven't done too much just because, you know, I started back work before they got out here. So... You know, during the week, I'm working until 4 o'clock, and you really can't go anywhere after a certain time if you want to get back by a certain time because of traffic. So, you know, I said, you know what, we got a four-day weekend. Hey, let's, let's go do some stuff, right? So, Friday, we... I, was, I got off on Thursday afternoon, and I came home. And then Friday, we went uh, into downtown. So we live on a small little island in the San Diego Bay called Coronado. It's not really an island. It's more of a peninsula. But um, you know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, so yeah, we live on this little island. And what's so cool about it is it has a ferry that will take you from the island to the main central part of downtown San Diego. Like, all tall buildings, 
That's where the Padres play. That's where all the comedy clubs are. It's really convenient, and it's really nice. And it's pretty cheap, to be honest with you. It's like $5 a person for one way. So a round trip is only uh, 10 bucks. So we go on the ferry, and my daughter is already having a blast. She's leaning over the edge, and she's saying, Oh, look, SpongeBob lives down there because she's talking about the water in the bay. And uh, I said, hey, let's go do a tour of the USS Midway, which is this old decommissioned Navy ship right in the uh, San Diego Bay. And it's a museum now. You know, I figured everybody would really like it. And I turned out to be right. We uh, Now, before I get into this story... Me and my wife had the discussion beforehand. We were like, do you think we should bring Lily's stroller? And I said, look, we're going on a United States Navy ship. This is going to be like a, like a building with very small corridors. And... It's going to be impossible to maneuver a stroller around in there. So, what we should do is not bring her stroller. So, we go, we get there, we're walking around, and, you know, for all of my people that know anything about the Navy, the ankle breakers or knee knockers on the doors because the doors are not just like regular doors on a ship. Like you have to step up over this thing because they want to be able to seal them off if it starts to sink. And uh, my daughter, those things come up to her waist. So she's climbing over those things and she's excited. So she's damn near hurtling these things, running around this ship. And it was really cool, man. Like they had a lot of stuff to see. You got to go see where the crew lived, and you got to go see where the, the skipper lived, and you got to go see all this really cool stuff. You got to go down to the engine room. You got to go down to the sick bay and where they do dental, and the whole ship is just littered with these wax figurines of sailors, you know, doing their jobs and stuff on the ship, and it was really cool. And my daughter loved it. She had a blast, especially when we went up to the flight deck and we could see all the airplanes, and, uh, you know, she wanted to touch some of the airplanes, and she got inside the helicopter and all that, so it was a lot of fun. But this took, this entire tour of this trip took us, like, five hours, and she walked the entire time. So... We get done, it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we're all pretty hungry, we're ready to eat. So, we start walking through downtown. Now, it's fairly close to everything if you have normal adult-sized legs, excuse me. If you have normal adult-sized legs, it's not that bad. But when you have little 3-year-old legs you're going to get pretty tired pretty quickly. Well, we walk through downtown, and we're like maybe 
a quarter of a mile in. We're going towards Little Italy, which in San Diego is like this really big Italian-based uh, district of the city, and you can get some amazing Italian food over there, which is good news for me because I love Italian food and I like the culture a lot too. Like I'm, my mom always told me I'm one sixteenth Italian. So I always, like, when people are like, well, what nationality are you? I'm like, well, for one, I'm white. But after that, your boy is 116th Italian, okay? That's why, your bo that's why I like pizza so much and calzones and pasta. But anyway, we go walking down through there, and I had to carry my daughter. Now... She's only three years old, but she's heavy. She's probably 35 pounds. So, I'm carrying her, walking through the streets of downtown San Diego, and my spinal cord is starting to take the shape of a question mark. So, it hurts. But I push through, and we get to uh, this Italian restaurant called Nana, which is, like, Italian for grandmother. And uh, we sit down and eat, and I really can't pick out what I really want because we have my daughter there, and they don't have chicken nuggets and french fries, which that is the only thing she will eat. But... They do have pizza, and she likes pizza. I like pizza. I considered it a win-win. And so, that's what we ordered. But what really stuck out to me about this place was, yes, the food was good. I got a vanilla Italian soda, which was literally just like seltzer water with a little bit of vanilla flavoring, and it had whipped cream on top. When he brought it out to me, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, yeah, I ordered a vanilla soda. That's weird. But anyway... Um, there was this family sitting right next to us. It's like your stereotypical white family. You got a dad, he was wearing a nice dress shirt. The mom, she was semi-dressed up. The girl was wearing a sundress. And then there was the son. Now, I assume that they were on vacation together. And because they were really dressed up, I'm guessing that, you know, they didn't think that the restaurant that they were eating in was as casual as it was. And they were probably going to do something afterwards. Their son had to be 12, maybe 13 years old. And I'm sitting there and I couldn't help but look at him and see what he was doing. He was on his phone watching videos of people playing Fortnite in this white dress shirt with brown khaki pants. It wasn't the best looking get up I've ever seen, but it wasn't bad, you know? He didn't wear a tie or anything, but I mean, he was semi-dressed up. He is curled up in his chair, practically in the fetal position, at a table in a restaurant, with his legs up, 
and he's like all hunched over his phone, not paying a bit of attention of what his family's saying. And then the waiter brings out everybody's food. Now, this pizza that we ordered was big enough to easily feed two adult people. Me and my daughter split it, which she was only going to eat one slice anyway. But, you know, I had like three slices and then I was done. So I took the rest of it home. This kid ate every bit of that pizza. However, he did it in the most Neanderthal caveman way you can eat a pizza. Like, normally if pizza is... I'm, I feel like I'm giving like a 101 anatomy class on pizza right now. But if pizza is kind of warm, you just kind of fold it so everything doesn't fall all over the place? No. He was picking it up and dangling it into his mouth, and the cheese was like real mozzarella cheese, so it was like oozing off of every slice of pizza. And he was just trying to catch it in his mouth. Would not look away from the screen of this phone. And he dropped probably... 70% of the cheese and sauce that was on that pizza onto his shirt. And it was a white dress shirt. And it looked like he stood up and hit a fucking Crash Bandicoot body slam on that pizza by the end of the meal. His shirt could not have any more pizza on it if he rolled it around in the pizza dough, put sauce and cheese on it, and then baked it in the oven. It could not have had more pizza on it than it did when he left that restaurant. And his parents were just like, well, boys will be boys. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, my mom would have snatched my fucking forehead off had I gotten that much pizza sauce on a shirt. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, all in all, we it was a good day. And uh, what was really cool about it, um, when we were headed back to the ferry to ride back to uh, Coronado, we uh, were standing there and this clown gave my daughter a balloon and then this older couple walking by he had given them a balloon as well and it wasn't just like a regular balloon it was like a it was like a balloon animal that he had made into a flower and uh an older couple had walked by and he gave them one too and it was like this heart thing excuse me and uh they turned around and gave it to her so she had two balloons so we get on the boat. It's, you know, sundown. It's beautiful. Looks like a fucking GTA loading screen leaving the downtown area at sundown. And we're just on the boat, and we're seeing, you know, this other family. And it's like, uh, you know, the grandparents and then the, uh, the parents and then this baby. They had a baby. She was maybe a year old, and she was the cutest thing. And Lily kept saying something about her, and I could see that baby looking at my daughter's balloons. 
So I turned to my daughter and I was like, Lily, do you know what would be so sweet? She says, what? If you, I said, you have two balloons. You don't need two. Why don't you give one of those to that baby over there? That would be so sweet. And she was, at first she was like, no, I need them. And I was like, no, you don't need two. I was like, why don't you give one to that baby? It would make her so happy. And believe it or not, she listened to me and she walked across that boat to those people and gave that flower balloon to that baby. And they, the, all those people just melted. They were just like, that is the sweetest thing. And, you know, you could see how like much she liked doing something nice for somebody. Because when they all started saying, thank you so much, she just kind of, you know, tilted her head up and she was like smiling real big. So I think that's something that you really need to instill in your kids is showing kindness to others. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I, I teach my kids just to take what they can. But, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like my mom taught me to be that way. So I want to teach my daughter to be that way. So the bottom line is tell your fucking kids to be nice to one another. <laughs> Learn something every week on the Mac Daddy seminar. But anyways, um, so yeah, we went back home. And then the next day was Saturday. Didn't do a whole lot that day. I had uh, my comedy class. It was the first official week of my comedy class that I just started taking. And uh, it went really well. I had prepared my set. You know, I, I spoke about this in the last episode that I was uh, taking this comedy class because I want to improve. And uh, it's taught by real comedians. They're the instructors and they're working comedians. Like, this is how they pay their bills. And, um, you know, it was it was great. The class was great. They picked me to go first, so I was pretty nervous. But, um you know, and my set went well, and uh, I really like everybody in the class. There's, you know, I would on honestly only say there's maybe one or two screwballs that, and I mean, I'm not saying anything bad against these people. I get it. Everybody that wants to try Doing stand-up comedy has a little bit of a screw loose. I get that entirely. However, there are just some people. I feel like you can want to be a comic, you can want to be a comedian, and not try to say something funny every time something comes out of your mouth. Like you can just have a conversation with a group of people. Nobody in here is a multi-millionaire comic. Not even the instructors. So why are we... Why are we acting like we're going to just say something funny 
all the time, you know? Now, some people are good at it. Some people are just will shout something out funny, and it's funny, and it makes the mood lighter, and I'm all about that. But I don't feel like you have to all the time, especially in a comedy class, because obviously nobody's taking a comedy class unless they think they're a little bit funny, you know? I don't know. It's just a little pet peeve of mine. I mean, obviously, you know, everybody has their own path. Everybody has certain stuff that is for them and not for them, and it's just a personal preference, but I don't know. I love the class. I'm having a ball. I'm really getting feedback from my jokes. I mean, literally, it's like a stand-up comedy simulator, you know? Like, normally, when you go to an open mic and you do stand-up, you people either laugh at your jokes or they don't laugh, and then you can't really get a read on your material, but... This is literally the instructors sit down and they take notes during your set and they tell you what they liked and what they didn't like and what you should not do and what you should do. And I mean, it was fantastic. I took no, I recorded their critique on me and I've been going through it and fixing my set. My goal is to write a new set every week because that's been one of my, you know, one of the things that's been kind of difficult for me is I'll write a set, and it's good, and then I'll perform it, and then I'll say, okay, well, I'm going to write something else, and then I get writer's block. So I can't really continue it, you know? But I don't know. I was thinking about this, too. Like, I'm kind of like my own worst enemy when it comes to stand-up. Like, I'm always the one that's like, oh, that's not funny. I need to fix this. But when I just trust my instinct and I just do it, that's when I end up having success with a joke. And even when it comes to, like, going to open mics or going to comedy shows, like, I don't do them as often as I should. I talk myself out of going a lot of the time. Like, oh, I'm really tired and it's probably not going to end to like 11, 11.30, and I have to work tomorrow, and, you know, I really don't want to be exhausted all day tomorrow, and I don't want to be away from my family that much, and, I mean, like I said, I'm my own worst enemy, and I, I'm trying to work my way out of that, just to tell myself, nope, we're going, and go. Get up, come on, we're going, and just go down there. I feel like that's the main thing that holds a lot of people back from reaching their full potential. And I'm not saying that I'm anywhere close. I know this podcast just took a turn for a TED Talk all of a sudden. But I feel like the one thing that holds a lot of people back from reaching their true potential is themselves. In the simple fact of like, okay, like just for example... I want to wake up earlier in the morning. I go to bed at a semi-decent time. I sleep, and then my alarm goes off at 5. And I'll get up, but I just walk downstairs and I lay on the couch for two hours. And now I have to rush getting ready, and I hate doing that in the morning. My ideal morning is waking up, going for like a jog or something, just kind of wake myself up, get the blood flowing, 
have a couple of cups of coffee, write a little bit, listen to a podcast, watch some stand-up, then get ready for work. But you got to have time to do that. So, I don't know. I mean, this is something I have to work on, but I feel like that would help out a lot of people as well. You know? But anyway, uh, so yeah, the comedy class went good. Um, I got a lot of good feedback, and I'm having a blast with it. I'm really having a good time. I cannot wait until my next set, which is Saturday. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so Sunday... Oh, yeah, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot about college football this week simply because Auburn didn't play, and I really didn't get to watch it that much. But what I did watch was Georgia get beat by South Carolina, an unranked team at home. There's not a whole lot that can be said about it, man. That was pitiful. I'm sorry, but Georgia literally has to win out the rest of their season, and then the right people have to lose in order to be in the conversation for a national championship run. LSU beat Florida. I'm really nervous about playing LSU this year. I think everybody is. I think LSU is the variable for a lot of teams. Like, if you can beat LSU, you could probably beat everybody else. So, we shall see. But, um, yeah, so that's enough about college football. I know some of y'all look forward to that every week, but I just didn't really watch it that closely. Like I said, I've been busy. Um, Sunday, we went to the zoo here in San San Diego, and the zoo here is... Apparently, the number one rated zoo in the world. Apparently, it's the nicest zoo in the world. So we went. We went to go see what all the hype was about. Um, I was free because of my job, and my daughter was free. In the month of October, children under the age of five are free. So the only person we had to pay for to get into the zoo was my wife. Take a wild guess at how much that ticket cost. Go ahead, take your time. It costs $56 for one ticket for my wife to walk around the zoo for the day. If I'm paying $56 to get into a zoo, there better be a fucking dinosaur gladiator pit that they're down there fighting in that I can watch for $56. You know? And to be honest with you, it was just a big zoo. We didn't even get to see everything. For one, it was insanely too fucking crowded. Way too many people. I mean, it was ridiculous. You would have to wait in a line just to get up to the glass to see the penguins. 
it was outrageous. Like, we were there for like eight hours. And it was like three o'clock, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. And they're like, well, we haven't seen everything yet. Well, okay, we could stay here until 9 p.m., and we'll all be exhausted by the time we leave. We'll come back sometime. Jesus Christ. The one thing that stuck out to me was uh, while we were walking around the zoo, there was a guy that walked right by us with a mustache that curled up on the end, and he was kind of buff, and he was carrying a kid. And he said, well, I guess we'll head over there. I love a good meerkat. I love a good meerkat. No, he said, I love me a good meerkat. And they were headed to go look at the meerkats. There has never been a statement made that would make you more guilty of being a serial killer than I love me a good meerkat. He literally, like, imagine what the guy looked like if I hadn't described him to you yet. That's the guy that says, I love me a good meerkat. I laughed about that for about 34 minutes. I had tears running out of my eyes. My wife's going, what is wrong with you? And I just kept repeating it to her. Because I thought it was so funny. But yeah, so... And then Monday, all we did was, you know, clean up the house and just kind of get ready for the work week. We decided not to go anywhere because we were all beat to death, tired from walking around. And, uh, that was about it. That was the weekend. And that pretty much brings this episode to an end. I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate all the support I'm getting. I do appreciate the messages. It lets me know that you guys actually enjoy listening to the Mac Daddy Seminar. And, like, to answer a plethora of questions, the t-shirts will be available soon. I'm building this thing from the ground up by myself, guys. Okay? Give me a little bit of a break. Okay? I'm doing the best I can here. And I love me a good meerkat. But yeah, as always, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the listens. Guys, if you like this podcast, pass it off to a friend. Let them know, hey, I got this guy that I know, or I don't even know him personally, but I love his podcast. You should listen to the Mac Daddy Seminar. It would be greatly appreciated, and it's only going to make this podcast that much better. As always, I appreciate you guys, and I will see you next week. This episode of the Mac Daddy Seminar is brought to you by Boots Down South. Summer is officially coming to an end. T-shirts and booty shorts are going back in the closet, and you need to stay looking fresh as the weather gets colder. Look no further than Boots Down South. They're a locally owned company looking to make sure everyone has a fall that they can enjoy comfortably while looking fly at the same time. Head over to BootsDownSouth.com right now. Support for the Mac Daddy Seminar also comes from Manscaped. 
Manscaped is number one in providing you with grooming tools for your family jewels. Ladies and gentlemen, spooky season is upon us. Halloween is right around the corner. Look, there's going to be parties, there's going to be costume contests, and you want to look fresh, right? You got your costume, you might want to dress up like the new Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, and you're looking good, and then all of a sudden some girl comes up to you. She's like, hey, let's take this party upstairs. You get up there, you pop your weasel out, and guess what? She looks down and goes, what the fuck is that? You don't need to have that problem. With Manscaped, you can get your twig and berries looking right, okay? With things like the Lawnmower 2.0, shave it up, make it look pretty. Then finish it up with the ball wipes. Make it ruminate with a floral essence, okay? Head over to manscaped.com right now and type in promo code MACDADDY20 to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Head over to manscaped.com right now.